Hi, Joe. Hi, Savannah. How are you doing? I am well. Thank you for joining. Sound on. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah good. Thank you. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, perfectly. Great, great. So, Joe, I like to be a little creative with my introductions. Why don't you actually introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Uh, so, my name my name's Joe Hinchliffe. I am from Wakefield in the United Kingdom. I own a window cleaning business which where we offer a premium service affordable professional to local customers within a 10 mile radius for a family-run business and i also write just for fun um uh, pretty simple simple down to earth yeah and looking forward to getting into into this conversation yes um i really appreciate you being here with me virtually in this cosmic space, I, I also noticed that you um, you write to understand, and that to me was um, I read that on your your Amazon book review profile. Um, that to me is is also part of the reason why I write and why I sound. So um, for those listening, I am Savannah Angeline and I am a freelance sound artist um, based in Brooklyn, uh, in New York, in the United States. Been freelancing with sound bath meditations virtually uh, given given the current pandemic of COVID. Um, but Joe, can you speak to me a little bit about what you come to understand through your writing? So I understand deeper my thoughts that, that go through my, my mind. I, it helps me to really process what I'm thinking and it becomes clearer so I write to understand I also write to teach others but I find obviously by teaching others you understand it better yourself and that's that's generally what I understand is thoughts that I'm having the problems that I'm facing the hurdles I need to overcome so if there is something that I'm being you know become frustrated about or something that I need to overcome if I'm having a problem in my business or a problem where it's I'm the I'm the limitation and most problems are that I'm the limitation that I write to to get through it to understand and to open another door and to see what's behind that door and see if I need to go through another door um, and just to get myself you know get myself closer to my goals that's why I write Mm, yeah, it's really, I, I resonate highly with that. You really have to be able to sound out your thoughts outside of your brain, essentially. You really have to have a space external to 
just what's bouncing around inside of you in order to be able to repurpose it and really sift through it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. And once, once you have written out your thoughts and you're writing to understand, it's like, it's like Jim Rohn said about, uh, can a glass full of water take any more water and the answer is yes it can take more water but you have to empty it out and that's essentially what writing does you empty out your mind and then you can fill mm. fill it with more fill it with more ideas thoughts and inspiration definitely definitely no that's a great great quote and great metaphor um, and partly what I do as a freelance sound sound artist uh, with my sound bath meditations they essentially um, reprogram and shift unhealthy paradigms of how we've potentially been operating in our in a destructive capacity and it basically shifts subconsciously reprograms new neural pathways in the brain in order to be able to make healthier choices for ourselves first and foremost and then by an echo for others. Um, I want to sort of shift the conversation a little bit but obviously dovetailing off of writing how um, how has your own self-actualization journey been unfolding given the current pandemic? Honestly, not much has changed uh, with my life with the pandemic. I know that seems surprising, but I am still able to work <laughs> and um, business has, has been the same. Um, so my life has not changed much. What it has given me is a much simpler life where by mm. on weekends and time outside of work it it's more you know it's not as much like before it was well, what can I do you know what can I do to make the most of my time where can I go what can I do who can I see you know <laughs> can I go to the the cinema can I go out for um, can I go out for lunch and mm -hmm. can I go for a walk and now because the options are restricted, um, I um, it's been more time on my own, time with my girlfriend, uh, walk, mm. walking, exercising, and so it's been much simpler. So my my journey through it all, um, not much has changed other than I've got more time to myself. I've it's mm -hmm. more, more, a lot more relaxed, a lot more simple, and I I prefer it. And that's, it's been more of like a medita meditative time for me, which I've really enjoyed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just ring my bowl, ring the bell for that. I, I highly resonate with that as well, Joe. I've been extremely fortunate and lucky myself and highly privileged, which I do not take for granted. Um, and time is such, time I, I feel pre-COVID was such a forgotten resource 
And I think that COVID has really shifted how we use our time and space and energy. And I have also been uh, very much restructuring how I how I spend my time, how I'm how I'm being more present in the here and now. Um, and just really delighting and reveling in being able to shift how I was thinking about time before. I feel like, especially being in New York City, I was constantly rushing myself and others unnecessarily. Um, So to be able to slow down and really not go outside as much physically and metaphorically speaking um, is has really been a true treasure treasure for me Um, and it sounds like yourself as well yeah absolutely Um, yeah so talk to me a little bit more about the books that you've written and how your work supports others' self-actualization journeys. So my my books are... My books are, like I said, everything about I am struggling with. And I feel that if I'm struggling with it and I need to overcome it, there'll be others out there who need to or want to overcome the same challenges. And I, I feel to help people just gives them my insight and I always think that if you have a challenge that you're facing and you want to overcome it the easiest the easiest and the most simple solution is to find somebody who has overcome that challenge and essentially copy or emulate as much as you can about their journey mm-hmm. um, obviously you need to put your own take on it there'll be different aspects uh, that are different in your life to their life. But if you can copy their journey and and steal it, and a steal sounds a strong word, but steal it, then, <laughs> um, then you'll get there quicker. And I hope people do that with me because I know I do it with others. I know I, I read plenty of books and I steal, I steal all the great ideas that I can find that are going to help me. And that's one of the things that I do the, the books encourage and I hope it's more of an in-person thing but we help people too is by reminding them so if you're if you're um, you know you've got a close circle of friends or your partner or your parents or anyone and and you know uh, and I do this you know they um, are trying to achieve a goal or they're trying to live a certain way then one way that I encourage encourage people is to remind them of you know what what they set out to achieve what they set out to become hold them to the beliefs that are going to help them uh, get where they want to go Mm. yeah that's that's paramount what is the current what is the most recent idea that you've stolen for yourself oh the most recent idea wow 
Um, or the most, or the most um, impactful at the moment for you. It doesn't have to be recent necessarily. The most impactful. It's not very recent. Um, the most impactful is that I, that I know nothing, and there's still what. <laughs> yep. There's still what yeah, that I. Um, still what that I need to understand. Even though, like, when I look back at the decisions I've made it, from weeks, months, years ago, and I thought that I knew a lot, and I thought that I knew what was best. And at the time, I made the best decision possible. But looking back, I still knew I still knew nothing. And if I look back and I think that about my previous self, then future Joe, looking back at current Joe, right now, will think the same thing. I know nothing. There's still loads more that I need to know. That's absolutely incredible. Yes, I think that um, was that Socrates or Plato who maybe first initially voiced that. I. Yeah, All I know I, is that I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I've definitely stolen that from someone. <laughs> no, but it's so... I'm really glad that you bring this up because it's so important to constantly challenge and repurpose and shift our very own perspective on things to really be an empathic and understanding and conscious and awake individual contributing to society wherever we are in whatever capacity and we can tend to get very ego based and locked in our own heads and i i totally do this, do this as well i'm i'm not perfect i'm hu- i'm human just like the rest of us um but we can just get really locked into our own position and it really cuts us off from harmonizing with with the collective um yeah so that's that's a good one thank you for that oh no thank you that was a different take on it to um what I um I've, I've thought about before, but yeah, I we just we just know nothing, and I see a lot of people, um, I see a lot of people, and I I do it too. I'm not you know I'm not judging anyone. We we all do it. I see a lot of people that believe believe they they know what's best, and you know believe they know what's best for themselves, believe they know what's best for others, and most of the time we don't there's another piece to the jigsaw that we we Mm. need to find totally and i i also love this metaphor of a puzzle the piece of a puzzle you just sort of have to you know find the puzzle pieces right place and sometimes you have to reconfigure and shift In order to really have alignment. Not that you should, I'm not touting or promoting that anybody, you know, cuts the shape of their piece of their own puzzle off in order to fit or or yield uh, or acquiesce their their appropriate and healthy boundaries. But um, 
it, it sometimes takes a little bit of creative creative waiting for sure um, but uh, just just some creative strategy as well which um, yeah can really shift things in a in a nourishing way forward for all parties um, yeah exactly like and when and when you do live with the belief that you know nothing like where we started this um conversation when you live with the belief that you know nothing you're more likely to bring other people in to challenge your beliefs mm-hmm. to challenge the way, the way you're doing things and when you bring people in you find more effective solutions to what you're working towards yes i think i think most of the time yes um sometimes i think i think for um certain groups of people um there can be a tendency to always sort of acquiesce to another's perspective and then obviously that's not healthy as well but yes for the most part uh, I believe that you know having a space a safe container for all voices to be heard and received is is optimal for sure and definitely coming from a place of I don't know everything I'm not perfect nobody is and we're all doing the best that we can with what we have and we're all we're all at different um, I like to think of it as we're all different instruments in an orchestra given my sound artistry uh, sway but we all have we're all different instruments in an orchestra with our own rhythms, our own tones, and the way we play ourselves, metaphorically speaking, you know, just provides diversity, but coming together hopefully collaborates in some sort of a harmony. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's brilliant. That's a brilliant metaphor. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, here I want to. I want to veer off in another direction, Joe. How do you hold space for yourself when things don't go according to plan? Well, in uh... any in, in any arena of life. Yeah. Well, well, first things about that question, I find very rarely do things go according to plan in my life. I don't know. I don't know what it is for yeah. most of us or yourself. Why I'm asking the question. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a so, universal. Yeah. So first, I when I set a plan, I try to plan as well as I can in anything. Um, but. I know when I set a plan that it's highly unlikely that this plan is going to work out exactly as I thought. So adaptability first um, mm. is the first 
that I hold in my head. But how do I hold space for myself? Um, I generally do four things. Um, and we've talked about some of them. I walk, um, I meditate, cardio, and I read. And I find those four things really do help me walking. Uh, whether I'm alone or not, but walking, I um, when my mind's quiet and my body's got something else to focus on and I'm in nature, um, I find it really helps me process where I am, what I'm doing, what the you know what I'm facing at that at that moment. Uh, I find it really relaxing. Cardio is a different type, different type of thoughts that I get. If I doing cardio where you know you can't talk and you're sweating then my mind is very quiet it's very quiet and i love it i never experienced it any other place my mind being quiet because i'm generally an overthinker and i I overthink everything so i find Mm -hmm. cardio cardio exercise um is just really refreshing my mind goes quiet and i do think about my problems when i I, i'm carrying out cardio but um, very quiet, and I, I just love that I'm on one train of thought most of the time. Meditating, I do that on a morning, 10 minutes, 10, 20 minutes sometimes, and my mind's not quiet most of the time I'm meditating. It's very busy, and I've got, very, I've got all the thoughts coming at me, and they're, they're flying at me, and I find, I find on the rare occasion where there are no thoughts and sometimes it lasts the whole 10 minutes sometimes it's seconds but where there are no thoughts it's very it's very peaceful and uh, that that's fantastic too um but the meditation i used to really uh, surprisingly overthink the meditation and think that my mind had to be quiet but i saw mm-hmm. a quote, quote from i think it's naval and he said that for meditating you don't need um it doesn't mind you know the mind being busy just sit down close your eyes and just see what happens see what comes to your mind and process it that way and the final the final of the four is reading and that um i find i get new ideas from reading and that's mm-hmm. why i try to read and talk to as many different people as possible because just for all new ideas and nuances that you can get from other people whether it's books or in person or podcasts that mm-hmm. it may not be relevant at the time but when you're working on a challenge in the future or a different challenge that you'll get that idea from that person and you can tweak it to your way of life and it, it helps you you know it helps you adapt to the plan that has not come about because plans never do come about. (laughs) (laughs) That's a beautiful interweaving of the tapestry, Joe. Yes. Um, I I resonate with all four of those methods, but especially the meditation one. Um, And yes, it's it's, there's a stereotype that your mind has to be quiet during a meditation and that's not at all the case as you've you've come to discover um, and learn but it's really about and I think 
partly the reason why people don't necessarily meditate sometimes is because we're a little scared of being quiet with ourselves because the thoughts do come up um, the destructive historical paradigms of the way we're thinking comes up sometimes and sound bath meditations are really a sacred space for getting cozy with yourself and becoming more comfortable with whatever does arise and just being in the present moment and allowing yourself to show up exactly how you are um, and yeah so um joe we are we are almost at time and i i just want to thank you very very much for participating in this conversation with me um i will be sure to let our listeners know where they can find you on instagram and your books as well um do you have any closing remarks my only closing remarks are just thank you for having me on thank you for thank you for having this conversation thank you for giving me your perspective and your insights and all the little nuggets that you provided i really do appreciate you inviting me on it's been fantastic thank you thank you so much joe they're all not mine but learned but yes like, I, <laughs> I don't know anything right we don't yeah. know anything. <laughs> thank you so much and i look forward to following your journey brilliant thank you take care you too cheers Bye.